Hey there, friends of Holy Shenanigans Podcast. I'm thrilled to share that I'll be recording live from the Wild Goose Festival this July 11 through 14. Wild Goose Festival is a transformational community grounded in faith-inspired social justice. It's a one-of-a-kind gathering that brings together activists, artists, and seekers from all walks of life to explore justice and art, spirituality, and community. The festival will take place at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina, and I'd love for you to join me there. From engaging workshops to inspired panels and interactive experiences, Wild Goose has something for everyone. So mark your calendars and let's be part of this incredible community that is committed to making a positive impact in the world. For more information, visit www. WildGooseFestival.org. As one of my followers, use a discount code A-TLE24. That's A-TLE24. And you'll get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. We will see you there at the Wild Goose Festival to connect, to build community, and to work for social justice. Welcome to Holy Shenanigans. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a poet, a pastor, and a podcaster. In the HSP neighborhood, we encourage the spiritual practice of looking and listening for the sacred in everyday life. This is what we call Holy Shenanigans. Can gratitude practices help us in times of sorrow and grief? In the season of Lent, I invite you all to look for signs of hope to engage in practices or rituals of gratitude, even while seeing and acknowledging the difficulties around us. The 23rd Psalm is often read at funerals, memorials, and graveside committal services. In my work as a pastor, I can't tell you how many times I've read its words, words of honesty, visceral emotion, and comfort for people in times of grief. Psalm 23 reads, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. The Lord makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. You restore my soul, O Lord, and guide me along right pathways for your name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup is running over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The 23rd Psalm speaks of walking in the shadow of death with the presence of God, accompanying the psalmist in difficult times. Tables are prepared by God, even with enemies there. The writer speaks of being anointed, blessed, set apart, called by God, in a way that their cup runs over. As I hear that last line, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
I hear this not just as a statement or a fact, but a request of the writer, that no matter what comes, that God's presence would remain with them, and they with God. In this psalm, I hear the writer talk honestly about the difficulty of their life, look for some good in the midst of their grief, and find a way to sit at tables of conflict, to somehow have their cup filled to overflowing, lying down in green pastures, cups filled to overflowing. May this be so for the writer of this psalm, and for all of us. How can we, in grief-filled times, have our cups filled to overflowing? Can gratitude have something to do with resilient living? According to Dr. Lucy Hone's TEDx Christchurch talk from September 2019, titled Three Secrets of Resilient People, paying attention to good things, noting things to be grateful for amid struggle and grief, is essential. Following a personal tragedy in her own life, Dr. Hone was discouraged by the lack of practical advice for people living in a time of crisis. She began her own process of research and discernment to find the tools to help her live with hope and resiliency. And as part of her process, she wrote the book, What Abby Taught Us, Strategies for Resilient Grieving. According to her personal experience and research, Dr. Lucy gleaned three tools that supported her to live and grieve simultaneously. The three tools of resilient people, according to her work, are Number one, resilient people know suffering happens to all people. Two, resilient people choose to pay attention to the good things amidst struggle and grief. Three, resilient people can ask the question, is what I'm doing helping or hurting me? When I hear Dr. Lucy's three tools of resilience and grief, I am reminded of similar themes heard in the 23rd Psalm. A statement of suffering is made. An effort to pay attention to good things is pursued. They assess their environment, the table that they sit at and who sits with them, and ask in their own way, is what I'm doing helping or hurting me? I've read this Psalm hundreds of times, but without the help of Dr. Hone's research, I don't think I would have discovered these three things in it. In her story and research, and in my own experiences of walking with families through grief, as well as my own, these three tools are incredibly helpful in fostering resilience in people and helping people to live and grieve at the same time. All of which brings me to a holy shenanigan story about change, grief, and gratitude practices. I was in the last leg of my process to become an ordained pastor, and that last leg was a doozy. All of the plans and hopes I'd been working for were turned on their head, and I found myself required to serve an additional internship. This additional internship would require me to, one, leave my job, two, figure out how to live on an internship stipend, three, relocate to a new city, Four, live apart from my family. Five, pastor two churches in talks of partnership, impossible merger. These five points are just a few of the changes and transitions that were required in this unexpected walk with grief. 
In the midst of the swirling change, I was so busy just trying to figure out solutions to problems. I didn't really acknowledge it as a space to grieve. I just kept going. Going to find a place that fit a budget. Thankful that I had the support of my family to keep going in this goal. While I was excited to meet new people and to learn new things, all this change and challenge was a lot. In the first days after that move, I felt like I was walking in the valley of the shadow of death. This was a hard time, but I didn't want to cave into fear. I wanted to keep going. My family helped me keep going. And there was a mentor who time and time again did whatever they could to help me. They helped me make sure I got health insurance for my family and I. They helped me ask for more money in my stipend to help cover my real costs. Every Wednesday, they would take me to Denny's and tell me to get whatever I wanted from the menu. This was a very hard time. A hard time where I started to lean into a tool of resilience. A tool of looking for a good thing every single day. Things like those Wednesday lunches with my mentor. Weekend visits with my family filling up my gas tank on five cents off day and knowing that that was the same day they brewed chocolate raspberry blend coffee. Parishioners who would give me gift cards for local restaurants that were close by where I lived. A walk with a friend in the park. The way that the wind blew through the windows of my fourth floor apartment. Day by day, I looked for the little good things And day by day, I became a little more resilient, even when the grief of the time was overwhelming. Holding space for gratitude for the one good thing was my lifeline to hope. Ten months later, the internship task was completed, and I was ordained the following summer. I found a call, and I was reunited with my family. In that unexpected internship, I did learn more about how to be a pastor. But I think the biggest lesson I learned was to lean into looking for the one good thing. The practice of noticing one good thing was my way to live and grieve at the same time. And this, this is a practice that is still with me over eight years later. This is my gratitude practice that fills my cup to overfull. For me, gratitude matters the most. Recently, I came across the poem Walking in Grief by George MacDonald in a prayer book, Celtic Daily Prayer. I love this prayer poem because it acknowledges that we can both live and walk with grief, that it's not something to rush over, and perhaps is an unlikely friend to help us see our suffering to help us look for the good thing, and to ask us if how we're living is or isn't helping us. I offer up this poem for you to potentially be your good thing for today, to help you live and walk with grief. Do not hurry as you walk through grief. It does not help the journey. Walk slowly, pausing often, Do not hurry as you walk through grief. Be not disturbed by memories that come unbidden. Swiftly forgive, 
and let Christ speak to you unspoken words. Unfinished conversation will be resolved in him. Be not disturbed. Be gentle with the one who walks through grief. If it is you, be gentle with yourself. Swiftly forgive. Walk slowly, pausing often. Take time. Be gentle as you walk through grief. I am your Holy Shenanigans Muse, Tara Lamont Eastman. Thank you for joining us this week for Holy Shenanigans. Let surprise, encourage, redirect, and turn life upside down, all in the name of love. This is an unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. Thanks to Ian Eastman for sound editing and to HSP listeners for supporting our work with this podcast by way of www.buymeacoffee.com backslash Tara L. Eastman. This Lent, I invite you to join me in keeping on the lookout for a good thing. Snap a photo and post it to Instagram with this hashtag, hashtag gratitude matters. A photo gratitude practice and hashtag that has been with me now for over 10 years. Take the photo of the good thing, share it and the story behind it on your social media. Please tag Holy Shenanigans Podcast because we need to see a good thing every day too. Until next time, look for one good thing to carry with you on your journey and don't hurry as you walk in grief.